Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. My name is John Kelly. I am here as always with the king of Kentucky backpacking, Jeremiah Stringer. Jeremiah, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, and that is allegedly the king oh. of Kentucky backpacking. Well, Jason is the emperor of of Kentucky backpacking. We've been down this road. I don't know if he's endorsed it. Uh, he liked it when I told him that. Oh, okay. Well, the emperor shall live on then. I mean, you think about it. Emperor is kind of a little bit bigger than king. Definitely. Definitely a I bigger mean, deal. That's what yeah. it should be, though, backpacking with dad. And his accent's a whole lot better than yours. Uh, now, hold on a second. That's arguable. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. He's got, <laughs> he's got a little bit more of that twang that you don't even have. That's the Eastern Kentucky in him. I know. It's where my wife's from. You know, did I tell you? I may have told you before. Sorry if you've heard this before. But my students at my day job, which is a high school math teacher, they tell me that I don't sound like that at work. And they're like, yeah, your YouTube videos. And you sound really country. Well, you're fake Southern. We all know this. Yeah, we all know it. That's we okay. all know you're actually from like Maryland or something. We'll, we'll keep it moving. That's okay. <laughs> so you're Kentucky Wildcats? They right. play, uh, well, now I don't I don't want to say anything. By the time we release this episode, they may have won a national championship. We don't know. But as of this I, set, I doubt it. I doubt it. They're number two seed in the tournament. They are number two seed. Yeah, my uh, my Buckeyes didn't do so hot. They're number eleven, I think, seed. No, seven. They're a seven seed. That's what it is. I'll let the Cinderella story begin. Yeah, is they won't right? be. They won't be. I love my team, but I'm I'm not dumb. So, <laughs> just saying. And right now, I'm waiting to hear if the Browns end up signing Deshaun Watson, and I have to question whether or not I want to cheer for my team anymore. So, <laughs> don't let don't let one player rule the roost. Oh man, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. But it doesn't matter. Right now, what matters is we've got a great guest on tonight. Um, and he has he's doing something tonight for us that he did one other time. And for those of you who have listened to Trail Tales and you know who Kyle O'Grady is, Kyle hates hiking. Uh, he has promised to be family friendly tonight. Well, we'll see. I might I might have to hit the edit button in post production, but we'll see. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is. We are putting this on YouTube, and we are putting it on Anchor, so we can always beep things out. We'll we'll see what happens. And speaking of, you might want to check out this first part on YouTube because when we bring him in, go ahead, go ahead. All right, if you're not watching live, wait till you get a view of the man who's about to hit another long trail here real soon, Mister Kyle O'Grady. Kyle hates hiking himself. What's up? What's up I love I love the eyewear, man. Safety first. So is this, is this how is this how you prepare for long trails? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely bringing these. It's pretty bright on the PCT, and I don't. I lost my sunglasses. I don't know where they are. Um, I think I think Jeremiah might have stolen the last oh, time yeah. I was with him. So this is the best I got. Are I haven't weighed them yet. Are they ultra light? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they make Dyneema goggles though, so I'll have to check that out. Oh, there you go. Definitely get some of those. Maybe some of that new ultra stuff. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Now, 
you have you done you have a youtube channel so for those that don't know you have a youtube channel and you have your own podcast youtube channel is called kyle hey talking podcast is called trail tales um and both fantastic but you have done some skiing stuff on your youtube channel have you not i just did one video and the people that watched it liked it but nobody watched it because they're like what is this like this is a hiking channel this idiot's posting skiing stuff so i'm probably not going to post more skiing stuff but i wish i could i'm not even that good at skiing it's just fun to mess around and and yell into the gopro and go down stuff so i don't know <laughs> i get it though like it's a hiking channel like people didn't subscribe for skiing stuff it's fine i'm not not bitter at all i promise you um so yeah i'm a little bitter though <laughs> whenever counseling man we need to hook you up with somebody or you'll be okay i don't know you're kind of like a counselor to me john so oh well this is, i, do I think this will be this will be good enough Okay, then that'll work. I mean, can I take these goggles off? You guys force me to wear now. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we need to stay on the rest of the time. Okay, I'm getting mixed signals here, boys. <laughs> you can take them off, man. Yeah, you can. I just oh, can't wait to see God. the raccoon rings now that that are left from them. Dude, I already have a a, what you, a goggle tan because I was in Colorado skiing last week. I actually filmed a video yesterday and I was editing it today, and I was like, oh my god, I look like a raccoon. So we'll see. I don't know how 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 it'll come out here, but anyways, I got to take my headphones off for two seconds. Dude, so that's when we can talk about him behind his back and he doesn't know it. Whenever I was in college, they had like this college like ski night at yeah. the ski resorts up in Indiana. So me and my friends, we all packed up from the dorm and headed up there. And I tried skiing for the first time. I haven't been since. At first, I was like, you know what would be really cool? I skateboarded a little bit. I should snowboard. And so I ran into <laughs> snowboard. Not the same thing. And also... <laughs> I didn't have like winter clothes. So like I was a poor broke college kid. So I had on like three pairs of jogging pants and I had on like four jackets, you know, hoodies and stuff. And I got on this snowboard. I got out to the, the slopes, right? And you had the bunny slope and I was surrounded by kids, you know, like it's only kids on this slope learning to ski. And then you have me on this snowboard and I strapped in and I literally couldn't stand up. And then somebody helped me stand up and I immediately fell down and couldn't stand up again. And I tried that for about 20 minutes and I was like, yep, I'm done snowboarding. So I went and traded the snowboard for skis and then continuously fell down for the next several hours. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I remember the first time I went skiing, I think it was like 24 and we were, we were at the bunny slope and I, everything was fine. I was like, this is easy. These bunnies, this is easy. I could do. So I went up to the next, next one up. I was like, this is great. So I decided I'm going to do a black diamond. How that did didn't go so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, did not go well. Um, let's just say, uh, I didn't think to go, you know, you know, you're supposed to go like at an angle as you're going down. Right. I just like dropped straight down, stuck those poles back and, straight down straight line it baby it's like oh do it. my gosh i got so terrified every like you know when you're like going so fast that your body starts like adrenaline's running through you and you're shaking like crazy and you're like what am i supposed to do here i got to a point where i finally just crashed on purpose because i was terrified what was going to happen if i got to the bottom <laughs> kyle what does that mean what is that black diamond what how's that rating work that's like the the hard the hard rating and then there's like double black diamonds which are even harder yeah and then I'm I know of one triple black diamond at Smuggler's Notch. I don't know if that's a thing at other places. It probably is, but you don't see too many of those. It's usually like green circle, easiest, blue square, second easiest, and then black diamond, 
and then double black diamond. Although a lot of resorts, like the small ones, I feel like they don't really have that many double black diamonds. And it also varies like place to place too. Um, so like a, a black diamond at one place could be equivalent to like basically a blue square at like a lot of other places. Like in Indiana, I'm sure their hardest black diamond is equal to probably like a, at least a blue square, if not a green circle yeah. over here in Vermont. So who knows? Well, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like ratings on hiking trails. Like, you know, you go on all trails and it says like this trail is rated to, I don't know, medium difficulty. It's like, it's so subjective. It doesn't really mean anything. Well, and I was going to say the uh, backpacking project, which is now Onyx, right? Now, don't they own the backpacking project? Yeah. Onyx the hiking project, the hiking project. That's what it is. They had double black diamonds and ratings like that on, on trails. On hiking trails? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't take it seriously. Like, I, we were doing part of the Shell Toey, and it was after you get to uh, Cumberland Falls. And we were like, it said double black diamond. It was like, we're going four or five miles. And I was like, that's bull crap. We'll be there in like an hour and a half, two hours. No big deal. It took us five freaking hours to do those four miles. I was like, what the crap? Like, it was... I mean, we were doing all this bouldering and climbing over water, and then we, we ran into like four or five different uh, snakes along the way, copperheads. Ooh. So, yeah, so I guess apparently they were actually real ratings. Well, don't so. like those copperheads. You like copperheads? No, no. no. You're not a snake guy at all? I, I don't care if they're not uh, ve- venomous. Yeah, I always mispronounce that word. I, I said poisonous one time in a podcast and then i got an angry email being like stop poison it's venom so okay, i always yeah, try to say poison. i always try to say venomous but then i always mispronounce it I say like venomous and then <laughs> i'm an idiot basically um but anyway you're on the right podcast then because so are okay we. perfect <laughs> 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 I, yeah. i'm not a fan of this the i don't care if they're not harmful but yeah. copperheads no thank you rattlesnakes big no thank you not a fan um yeah, we definitely or, have those in Kentucky. We have rattlesnakes down. Oh, there, I bet you have sure. a lot. You got a lot of stuff in Kentucky. Oh yeah, Let, a lot of let's stuff. Get, let's get a little controversial here. Let me ask you guys about something. Oh boy. All right. So I'm not endorsing, nor am I saying um, the opposite of endorsing, whatever that word is. So neither. I'm just being completely independent here and indifferent. But I will say. For sport, where I come from, people will literally get in their vehicle, drive through the backwoods, vehicle, dirt roads, <laughs> vehicle, and uh, they will snake hunt, as in like look for snakes that are across the road, and then they try to run over them on purpose. Do you? <laughs> yes, <I'm> against. <laughs> You're against. Why would you hit a snake, dude? Come on. They come hate. On. Snakes, bro. They hate snakes. They're like, all snakes need to die. I don't think Dude, I hate play. Michigan, but I'm not going to take a gun up there and start shooting people. You know, like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I, that's, I don't care how much you hate something. Doesn't mean you get to kill it. Like, what I the heck, it. dude? That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, I just that just doesn't make any sense. No, that's wrong. You you don't just kill things to kill them. Well, I agree. They do it. They do it, and that they'll bring. Um, They'll bring like a, a gun while they're hiking or ginseng <laughs> or anything like that. They see a snake, shoot it, for sure kill it. Any snake you see, any of them. It doesn't matter if it's poisonous or not. All Man, snakes, snakes are awesome. They kill like rodents. Yeah. And and other things like like hikers. I, I like black snakes. I love black <laughs> snakes. 
<laughs> uh, if they kill hikers, there's certain hikers that probably. Um, anyways, let's move on. That's too controversial. Um, so okay, okay. So I found out actually the other day there's a thing going on in Texas, and they do it every year, and it's this big snake killing event. It's weird that you bring it up because I just read about this the other day, what? and literally they let people like you can go up, they'll catch all these snakes and just kill them in like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them at one time. Jesus, and people will then like cut them up and skin them then they'll take their hands and they'll put bloody handprints on the wall to mark that it was their first snake what it's weird it's really somebody posted about it on instagram I'm like what it was the most twisted looking picture I'm, so of course i had to look at it and read the whole thing but uh it was literally like these people in texas they just hunt all these snakes and kill them and then skin them and put their handprints on walls it's weird that is so that's the most texas thing i've ever heard that's Although true. to be to be fair i've don't quote me on this because I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that governments actually used to like state governments used to put bounties on rattlesnakes. Um, I, I, I heard about this in the context of Vermont. I could, I'm pretty sure this is true. Um, I heard that back, like, I don't even know, like maybe like fifties, forties, sixties, somewhere around there. Um, the state used to actually pay you to kill rattlesnakes. And then so many people killed them that they ended up basically almost being extinct and so within like a 10-year span they went from paying you to kill them to putting them on the endangered list aka you'll get in trouble with the law if you kill them so that's a pretty quick turnaround um, okay. i'm pretty sure i read that somewhere i was doing i was deep in the snake research vermont snake research because we don't we have like a tiny rattlesnake population down in like southern vermont but it's not like widespread throughout the state it's not near any of the uh, like the AT or anything like that either. Thank God. So I don't know, but don't, don't be killing snakes. Come on, Texas. You're better than that. You gotta do better. So, okay. Funny story. Cause like we have this, we have this bird at our house. I'm gonna see if I can find the video and eventually I'm going to get it online. So you guys can watch it later on. But uh, we have this Cardinal out in front of our house. Okay. And it flies into the window all day long. And it <laughs> does. It's been there for like two or three months and it's still alive. It hasn't died yet. No, it should be dead by now. It absolutely should be dead by now, but it's not. And so uh, there's this part of me that wants to kill it and put it out of its misery because it can't be good for the bird, right? Well, the problem (laughs) is it's a cardinal, and that's the state bird of Kentucky. So if I kill it, I can literally go to prison over that stuff, which is ridiculous, but that's the truth. So I actually found it. So I'm going to down. I'm going to get the bird for you guys. I found the video. He's recorded a video of this bird (laughs) flying against his window. (laughs) It's no joke, dude. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Now I'm gonna see if I can find it. I'm gonna put it in there. I've had birds that'll like scratch up your um like the side view mirrors on your car. Y'all ever had that? No. They'll like they'll fly into those and they'll peck at them and stuff. And they actually sell mirror covers that have like a little suction cup, <laughs> you know, like the ones that go on like the bathtub. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's suction that to the mirror. That way the birds can't peck at it. <laughs> or birds. Some birds are so dumb, like the whippoorwill. That's John's. Oh, let's not, don't even start talking about whippoorwills. Let's just suck. Whippoorwill. You never heard of a whippoorwill? That sounds like some Kentucky stuff. I don't know, guys. No, no, they're demonic. Whippoorwill. They're demonic. Is it a bird? They it's make that bird? noise. They literally go whippoorwill, whippoorwill all night. And dude, you <laughs> want to like rip your own eyeballs out. You want to rip your eyeballs out. I'm telling you. You want to rip it's your no ears joke. off so you don't have to hear them anymore. It's awful. 
John, what awesome. are you, you uploading this? I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. It's like in a format that for some reason StreamYard doesn't like. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna get it fixed. Just trust me, this is coming. And you're gonna <laughs> you guys are gonna be really glad I came out with this because it's like <laughs> I've I've had a few birds fly into my bedroom window and one one <laughs> flew it like shortly after I moved into this place and it it definitely died. Um, because there was like blood and feathers like on the window. Oh, <laughs> it's like a bloody awful. patch, and then like a, and I just left it there. <laughs> it's been like almost two years now. You can still like see like trace remnants of it on the, you know, just in just in case anyone like investigates it, like a crime scene or whatever. I'd still get the, the evidence is still there. I haven't, I have not meddled with the evidence. So if anyone you're, wants to get on that, are you saying, you're saying it flew against your window, not if. In- no, it flew like into the window, just like smacked. It's not a, or not the same bird. A, a couple of birds have done it because I'll be like sitting here editing, and then <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's another one. Add that to the the crime scene, but you know, it's pretty nasty. <laughs> I feel terrible for them. I also feel terrible for the birds that like y'all ever been to Lowe's and there's birds inside or at Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the airport. Out. I've seen them in the airport before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can't get out. It's horrible. Yeah, and they build nest in there. You know, one time uh, I flew into Ecuador and their airport, like no walls or anything. Like literally the roof, it was just banana leaves or what I assume is banana leaves, but I could be way off. I don't know my leaves. But like the roof, (laughs) (laughs) the the, the banana trees have leaves? I don't know. Yes, they do. They do. So whatever leaves they're using, the whole roof and – it was all leaves, right? It's kind of like a pole barn, and uh, you just walk out to the tarmac. You know, you you don't have to like go in and uh, you know go to the different gates and stuff. But my point is, is birds have completely free access out there. Not at Lowe's and Walmart. Stuck inside, gonna <laughs> die in there. You <laughs> get it, be a terrible place to die in a Walmart. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be the worst. It's tragic. That would be devastating. Okay, I'm working on this. It's too big of a file. So now I have to like change the file size. Okay. Well, while you do that, I'm going to ask Kyle about his upcoming hike. Please Woo! do cuz I'm actually curious about the uh, future triple crowner and what's he's what he's got going on. Oh here. my god, don't give me that label yet. I haven't even oh. done the second one yet. Come on. I, I said future. I said future. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Oh, That's no, a lot man. Of pressure, John. I got I got I got all the faith in you, man. Oh, so, I appreciate that. Take us take us through your rep here. Kyle, what all big time trails have you done? I know you've done a lot of hiking in your past. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Appalachian Trail is the biggest one for sure. Um, did that in 2018. I did the long trail in 2016. Let's see. The next biggest one is probably the Northfield Placid Trail, which was 2020. Um, I've never heard of that one. What is it? You didn't watch my video, dude? Come on. You're subscribed to my channel. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Sorry. You don't watch every single one of my videos? Come on. I mean, um, I do, but I'm not going to say anything because I want to embarrass Jeremiah. Yeah, okay. Well, he's already yeah. embarrassed now. I just did it for him. But um, <laughs> Northfield Plast Trails in the Adirondacks. It's 140 miles. Um, it's it's pretty hard, honestly. It's flat as a pancake, but it's hard just because the Adirondacks are hard. Shout out to the Adirondacks right there. I still need um, 80K back there. Yeah, I just put that flag up because that's my dresser, and like you guys don't need to be looking at like my underwear and stuff. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it kind of works too, you know. Um, but then I did the foothills trail, 
now we're really getting into the small ones. Um, the Foothills Trail is great too, though. I've done Foothills that Trail is awesome. I love oh, that trail. Water, water everywhere. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm, I'm so actually beautiful. doing that one this fall. Oh, you're in, in for a treat. You're in for a treat. Yeah, I love that trail. I want to do that one again sometime. I'm definitely going to do that one again sometime. By the way, super well maintained. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Foothills Trail Conservancy. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of videos. Their campsites are like exquisite. They got signs like for everything. And there's there's bridges. There's so many bridges on that trail. Like Mm -hmm. they they put bridges like I'm not just talking like a couple, you know, planks, you know, like sometimes they're like a log you'll see like they put down. Right. I'm talking like full on bridges with like handrails and like everything. They put those things everywhere on the foothills trail. Like even like the tiniest little streams that you could just like hop over basically without a bridge, they still be- uh, build a beautiful bridge there. Um, and that, yeah, that trail is granted. It's been a couple of years since I did it, but I can't imagine it's any different now. Um, awesome. Awesome job maintaining it. Um, shout out. Yeah. The foothills trail conservancy, right? Yeah. 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 If I remember correctly, that's what it is. I think that, I think that's right. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking five or six guys who have never done a backpacking trip. Ooh. It's honestly not a terrible trail for that kind of circumstance. That, well, it's kind of why I'm using guys, that one. That's, that's going to be, <laughs> that might be a little tough, but. Well, uh, I, I say five or six, there's like three of them, three or four of them haven't gone on a bat. There's three of us that have and three that haven't. So, well, hopefully they watch the, watch your uh, channel. So they, their, their gears dialed in. They know what they're oh, doing. We're doing a crap ton of shake, t- shakedown hikes. That's why I told, we've already got it planned for November and it's like March. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Good. We're going to get them ready before that. We'll do some overnights and stuff like that. Perfect. They'll be good so, to go. They're in for okay, a the video. Too. The video is ready. Okay. This okay. is the demon bird that runs into the window at my house. Oh, let's see. That goes on all day. Oh my god! That is all day. He and starts at about the moment the sun comes up. What I think is happening is he sees his reflection. He thinks it's another bird. Yeah, and so he's attacking it, and then he just sits there and looks at it like, "Why aren't oh, you like? What is it doing here? This is no fun." So he just does it all day. And I mean, it's been going on since January. It's been going on since January, and it's, it's a not a joke. Too. It's the the male cardinals are bright, bright red ones. Absolutely beautiful. Female ones, ah, they kind of suck a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. why? Okay, here's a question. Here's a here's a legit question. Why is it that in most animal species, the male of the species is the more beautiful animal except humans? Like, we're we're ugly, dude. Guys are just ugly. Yeah. I mean, except for Kyle. Kyle's kind of attractive. But, like, you know, the rest of us, we're pretty ugly, Jeremiah. Yeah, you guys are pretty ugly. I don't know. Harry, like Harry, smell bad. Well, I think, uh, I think if you're talking realistically, it's probably because we're kind of, you know, male dominant. You're kind of pitted against each other, and you're trying to win the female. So if you're talking about the animal kingdom, you know, like peacocks. What? I'm being serious here. Like peacocks, for example. He's an educator. That's what I think. I think they're trying to win that girl. You could be right, man. You could be right. I'm By not, being ugly and it. smelly? <laughs> oh, I, he, said, he said the humans are the only ones. It seems like every other one, the males are, uh, you know, awesome. 
But for yeah. some reason, the humans. I don't know why the humans. I don't know. And then you've got praying mantises, and the women are bigger than the guys, and they eat them. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know this. Yeah. Read into that sometime. You want to talk about the most disturbing creatures on the planet, man. Praying mantises. The women eat the men. It's, like, ridiculous. Although it feels like that could be that way sometimes with humans, but we won't won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was, let's get back to Kyle. I was about to make a joke that you guys definitely would have had to cut out, so I'm going to hold my tongue. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, if anybody's watching, they see me keep looking down, writing stuff. I'm writing down all these times that I had to edit here. Cause Wait, what? what? I thought I haven't sworn a single time. You've three times. I have three. I have one. Look at this. What I did I say? Time. What did I say? I didn't write down what you said. I only write down the timestamp. I thought I did. I've, I've. Are you counting like Jesus's and God's and stuff? No, no. I'm not I counting. Are, I'm. I, I'll send you the uncut version. How about that? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to. I swear. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Because like I've I've done a lot of podcast editing. I know it's a pain. So. It's no big deal, man. It's a good uh, thing I'm not down ahead of time. All right, then. F- no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there had to be one. There had to be one. There had to be one. There just wrote that one down. Apparently, there's been four, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love having Kyle on, man. It's so funny. It's so I'm, fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm a good what? time. Oh, yeah. He is a good time. So. You you went through some of your previous uh, big time hikes that you've done, and I want to hear why another long trail and when you're going to be a triple crowner. <laughs> Good double question. All right, ramp it up. Um, <laughs> why another one? Um, I really enjoyed the AT. I really enjoy through hiking. It's kind of my thing. Um, mostly for the the likes on Instagram, but you know, I really <laughs> like I really like using my camp stove. Um, so I thought this would be a good opportunity to use that a lot. You know, it's a good excuse to buy Dyneema. Yeah, I actually don't even have that much Dyneema gear. I was Flossie and I were talking about this the other day. I feel like most people who are like fairly like UL like have a pretty light setup. Um, they have like a lot of Dyneema, but I don't have the only Dyneema I have. Is my food bag, my like ditty bag, and another small little bag for my like electronics. And that's it. Like my pack is not Dyneema. My tent is not Dyneema. Are um, you still rocking the ULA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Nice. 100%. Nice. Now you got a new tent this year, right? Yeah. I'm going with the Gossamer Gear, the one. I haven't used it yet. I've only set it up once and I broke my trekking pole when I was doing it. Oh. Um, but that's not the tent's fault. That's the Kyle's fault, but um, customer uh, gear the two right here. Ooh, the two, yeah, dude, yeah. Dude, you could have saved a couple ounces. You went with the one. I don't. I'm not ultra light. This is still a trekking pole tent. <laughs> yeah, it still weighs less than two pounds. <laughs> yeah, so that's fairly ultra light. But yeah, I'm going with the one. I'm excited that's to awesome. use it. I'm excited to use it. Um, I've never owned a trekking pole tent before, so we'll see. I've got um, a buddy who owns that one. He loves it. It's a really cool set. It's different. Like the the back side of it. Yeah, so got the door on the one side and the back yeah. side. The fly doesn't really cover. I mean, technically, it doesn't have a fly. It's a single wall, but you know what I mean. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The flap on the back side doesn't come down all the way, which is really interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to see how to, how it uh, vents 
Um, I know it's not going to be as good as a, a double wall tent, I'm sure, but it seems like there's a decent amount of airflow in there. I just know it was, it was a really um, like popular tent, especially among through among through hikers. And I was like kind of debating between the Gossamer Gear. I would say the Gossamer Gear one, but then I feel like it's like called the one, so it's just kind of hard to say that. But I was debating between the one and the Z Packs uh, Pleximid or. Is that, I don't know if they still call Plexamid it that. Plexamid or the Altiplex or one of yeah, those. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> were you counting those before? Is that why? Can I not say that one? <laughs> so, how does the swear? Woo, buddy. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. Um, I was debating between those two, uh, but the, the Gossamer Gear 1 was. I think like a couple ounces heavier than the Z packs, but it was like significantly cheaper, like almost half the price. I bought it on sale too. And it packs down way smaller. Oh, does it? See, I didn't even know that. I I was just going off of the weight and the price. And I was like, I just can't justify spending. Like, I think don't quote me on this, but I think it's like close to 600, if not above 600 for the Z packs and the Gossamer gear. When I bought it on sale, I can't remember exactly. I bought it like black Friday, but I think it was, it was less than 300 for sure. Yeah, it might have like been close to 250. Yeah, yeah. Like 250. I, th- yeah. I think it's a little bit more than I think. I think it, now it's like 300, but when I bought it, it was on sale and it was definitely below 300 then. So I was like, I just can't justify the that much money for just a couple ounces. So I went with the Gossamer gear and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it does. I'm excited. Two, 299.25. I don't know why it's 25 cents. That is the weirdest yeah <laughs> price on the planet like he's just like 299.99 no they're like 299.25 it's an extra quarter um so yeah the dyneema ones don't pack down as tight so they take up a little more space in your pack so you might be glad that you did with the one anyways yeah and that's a little bit more weight yeah i'm not really hurting for space in my pack um if we're talking about my backpack anyways that is but um you have to cut that one out <laughs> that's it <laughs> I'll, uh, anyway. <laughs> sorry guys okay i've been drinking okay <laughs> um anyways let's get back on track here Kyle. come on pull it together um i'm not too worried about the pack space honestly i was more going by the weight because i'm pretty sure either one of those tents probably would have packed down more than the tent i've been using which is the big agnes fly creek ul2 which so, i you and i have different opinions on that one too you don't like it I hate that tent so much. Really? Dude, See, I, I it's the only the whole... tent I've ever had, so maybe that's uh, I don't I just don't know better, but I thought it was all right. I thought it was okay until I used somebody's tent that had side entries. And then oh. I realized how much I hated the big Agnes Fly Creek. That's like, fair. Yeah, that's fair. That, that it was like getting in a doghouse. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, was because <laughs> you have to get in where your head is. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't know. I just like being able to come in the side and just kind of lay down. It was yeah. kind of nice. So, that's fair. See, that's yeah. something again I haven't really experienced too much. So we'll see. We'll see if that makes a difference. I still have it sitting back here. I'll loan it to other people, but I'm never using it again. It's just too heavy now. Like when I bought it, it was like it was used on sale. Or wait, that doesn't make no. It was used on Facebook Marketplace from a friend of mine and he was selling it for like dirt cheap. So I was like, all right, I'll get it. And I did. Um, and it's been great, but it's just too heavy nowadays. Like it's it's super light for a double wall like almost freestanding tent um but it's just the trekking pole tents are so much lighter 
He's so, about like two pounds and like four ounces or something like that. You probably would know better than I. I know it's over two pounds for yeah. sure. Just it's just a shade over two pounds, which is still I mean that's still pretty light for a tent. Yeah, I remember but, when it first came out, like back when I was in high school, I was like, oh, this is like the coolest tent ever. It's so lightweight, and now they got all these trekking pole tents and stuff. But I don't what's know. It's eight on the one. Uh, seventeen point seven, according to the website. Okay, I got my, it right now. I got the uh, duplex L, which duplex break- L. Duplex L, like it's a duplex, but it's bigger. You need, you like, need something bigger. I guess you're a pretty pretty big guy, but well, yeah. I I took the um, I took the duplex on the long trail. Were you marking that? I'm marking it, man. Oh, okay. So the, the D word and the H word are not swears where I come from. I will try not to. I honestly, genuinely, I did not realize that you would have to cut those out too. So I will try to not say those. Well, words. technically. This John and I's podcast, and we don't have to cut anything out, but we keep it pretty family friendly. But that's okay, okay pal. I apologize. We don't like you any less. Yeah, you do. Jeremiah's like he's not gonna he's not gonna agree with that when he's like editing this tomorrow. There's another D word. Idiot doesn't even realize that's a swear in Kentucky. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to the Bible Belt. <laughs> so I got the bill, and it is a little bit longer than the duplex because I took the duplex. I borrowed one off of backpacking with Jason and um, I took it on the long trail with me and it's too short. Like even when I'm laying diagonal, I don't fit because I'm too tall and I always got to get like the long version of the pads and stuff. So the duplex L it's super light at like 19 ounces and it's a two person tent, but it's also expensive. You know, yeah, I, I, bet. I don't know how much it is, but it's probably like seven or eight hundred dollars. But it's Dyneema, but it's still single wall. So there's a lot I, of gear. I didn't even know they made like a XL version of the the duplex. That's crazy. <laughs> how tall you're? You're wicked year, tall. Man. How tall are you, Jeremiah? Uh maybe like six two, six three, depending <laughs> on what kind of shoes I wear. Yeah, <laughs> what? it's just funny <laughs> he wears a size 15 shoe oh i was going to tell you this john so 15. you know i'm i'm headed out on a trip pretty soon where i'm going to be snowshoeing and i have never had to get like insulated boots before so uh kyle you can probably relate to this since you live up north y'all actually have a real winter and we oh, yeah. don't really and um i bought these insulated boots and I got them. They're size 15, and I tried them on. They're Merrill boots, and they're too small. So I spent, I bet I spent an hour and a half yesterday, just like last night, I tried them on, and then I spent like an hour and a half searching the web for size 15 wide or 16 or 16 wide. And I'm not joking, dude. I bet I went through 30 websites before I could find one pair of 15 wides. And finally, I found a pair made by Columbia. Now, they do have, um, uh, unfortunately, Columbia. Have you all ever seen, like, their reflective stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like sequins. It looks like girl sequins. And those are on the boots as part of the reflective thing. But I tried to get them, and then they're sold out. This is the only boot I could even find that come in a 15 wide. Did you, Well, did you know that the Ultra Lone Peak, like, they've got an all-weather mid? Like that comes up over your ankles. That's a size know, 15, but they're not insulated though. They're all, it says all weather. Is that not insulated? Well, all weather I'm assuming means that they're like 
weatherproof or like waterproof, but that doesn't mean that they have any um, like extra insulation there. Cause when I was talking to Justin, it's good in the woods. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, I wear a 400 gram insulated boot, which I'm assuming is like a measurement of how insulated it is. So I had ordered some that were 200 and I finally found some now that are 16 wide, 400, but they're expensive too. Where are you hiking? Uh, I'm going to be headed up to New Hampshire. Whenever we publish this episode, I'll already be on the trip. You know, this is kind of taking the place of that. But headed up to New Hampshire, going to be doing uh, like summoning Mount Washington, I think is what. Oh, buddy. Said. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he said uh, the plan is to park in hike. March. In yeah, Well, it'll technically be April at that point. But oh, okay. they just got like another foot of snow up there, apparently. So I'm going to snowshoe for the first time. And he's like, we'll hike into camp and then we'll set up. And then the next day, I guess, we'll try to summit that mountain. But last year, I think they got to a point where, or maybe it wasn't last year, whenever it was that they went, they got to a point where they got where uh, there's like a frozen waterfall with the river running underneath. And like they were afraid to go past because you needed crampons and like ice axe. And like if you broke through, then you're going to be in icy cold water and probably drown or get hypothermia. That sounds pleasant. They didn't get to summit. They had to turn around, but this year we're going to try to summit it and we'll see how it goes. Be safe. Be safe. Mount Washington can be a pretty gnarly in the winter. Although I guess, I don't know when the winters was winter technically over by then. I don't know. All the peak baggers have like their specific like dates that are cutoffs, but it can obviously like vary a little bit depending on the, on the season and stuff. I got no idea on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't either, to be honest. <laughs> you know, in Kentucky, winter's over. Whenever March comes around, winter is totally done. Even though I'm we jealous. Not true. Jealous. That's 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 sort of true. That's sort of true. Sort of like, true. Literally, this is no joke, Kyle. Friday, it was 62 degrees in the afternoon. I was wearing shorts and a nice. t-shirt. And we had a snowstorm at 10 o'clock that night. <laughs> Five inches of snow overnight. Overnight, like it went straight from like warm spring to winter, like that. So Kentucky's weird. We have this like thing where we have like winter and then we have um, false spring and then we have second winter and then we have (laughs) second false spring and then we have third winter and then finally we get spring. I think we're finally to spring now. We're to spring now, but whenever I fly up north, I know I'll need those snowshoes. Yeah, you'll need those for a while, probably. Although tomorrow it's supposed to be sixty degrees here in Vermont, so I'm pumped about that. Let me oh, tell you, nice. You I haven't seen tomorrow? sixty for a while. No, I gotta work. I'll probably go out after work, just do like a short, a short something, something. But depending on if I get this this edit done, I'm working on. But um, yeah, we'll see. And then it'll probably go back down to like below freezing after that. But I don't know. I haven't. I don't. I don't want to check forecast beyond tomorrow just because I know it's going to be so amazing. Which this is. Nobody wants to hear about the weather from like three weeks like after by the time this comes out so i'll shut up but yeah spring it's a good time i want it to come very badly i'm yeah, with you 100 on that so you are planning on fairly soon doing the pacific crest trail am i right you're right sir i'm gonna try anyways and then he's doing the cdt like two weeks after that yeah i don't know about that <laughs> i do want to do the cdt as well though but yeah. i gotta do the pct first that's going to be hard enough. 
Well, my question is why. Why did you pick the PCT over the CDT? Um, that's a good question. Flossie and I actually, because I'm for those that don't know, I'm hiking with my uh, hiking partner Flossie, who's in a lot of my videos and stuff, and we actually were debating between the two of them, mm-hmm. and we we never really had like a solid like okay we made this decision we're choosing the PCT because X Y Z. I think we kind of just naturally gravitated towards the PCT. Excuse me. So I think to speak for myself anyways, my understanding, and again, I haven't done either one of these trails, so I can't say this with certainty, but the the general consensus seems that the PCT is a little bit easier, both logistically and maybe, maybe as far as some of the conditions and stuff too. Um, so that was one reason because both of us have never hiked out West really at all. So I've done a little bit, but not, not like never a through hike or anything like that. So I think um, we thought it might be better to just kind of start with the alleged easier one of the two. And then I love it that you it's easier. It's like 3000 <laughs> miles, but it's easier. You know, I that's, mean, that's great. I don't know. I don't know. And then the, I think the other reason too, is like the PCT is just getting so popular uh, along with the AT and the, all the trails are getting more popular, but the PCT is definitely more popular than the CDT right now. And so we wanted to hike the PCT before it gets like even more popular and gets even more hard to get a permit. Cause like, I don't know how much you guys know about the permit process, but it's kind of a, it's a, it's a pain to get a permit. It's not, it's doable. Like we did it and a lot of people do it, but you do have to like, kind of be like dialed and like, make sure you have a plan and like, you know, you got to watch the calendar and you got to do their whole spiel when the, when the lottery starts and like, it's kind of a pain to get a permit for the PCT. So, and you don't need one for the CDT. So um, I think we kind of just wanted to get that out of the way as well. That makes perfect sense. And you, you get the permit and does that kind of dictate whether you're going Nobo or Sobo? Yeah. You get a permit for a specific start date at a specific location, going a specific direction. Okay. That's top. Do you, do you have to get done by a certain point too? Or is it once you're in, you're just good? No. Uh, when you, when you get the permit, I'm, I'm not exactly sure when you get the permit, you do have to pick like a date to end by, but my understanding is, and again, this is my understanding. So don't quote me on this, but, um, uh, I, I don't think the end date matters quite as much. So when Flossie and I did our permits, we basically just chose a date in like late September that we would realistically have to finish by anyways, if we were to even finish the whole thing. So I don't think the the end date matters quite as much as the start date definitely matters. Um, Like you have to start on the day that you get your permit for. Okay. Well, I know uh, we just had someone on a couple weeks ago on here, Kelly Hayes, and she's going to be hiking the PCT. Yeah, so yeah. Same time. I, I like Kelly a lot. She's got a nice, uh, nice channel, and um, yeah, she's she's cool. We've talked. I I've never like done any content with her, but um, we've uh we've talked on Instagram quite a bit and stuff. And I think she's starting a little bit before me, so I'm not sure if I'll see her. But that'd be cool if we ran into each other. I'm guessing she's a beast of a hiker because she's oh, yeah. like, she's oh, yeah. re- she's really into like she was into sports and everything, and she's apparently she puts miles in so. You may yeah, never catch up yeah, to her. She, Who she knows? She did AT last year. Yep. Yeah, she's bad. Oh. Woo, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> At least I realized that one. Well, that, was actually, that was actually fun, though. That was, that was a good time to do that. that um, it's your longest span since the beginning of the episode. 
Oh, wow. Good job, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I so, didn't realize that the H word and the D word were swears. I haven't when, dropped any F bombs or any SH double hockey sticks. Like, is that any? No, no, it's H E. That's Shill? Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Shill brothers, we do consider them a curse word on this podcast. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, S H I blank. I haven't dropped any of those, so yeah, yeah. So okay, so CDT. I want to talk about that for just a second because, like, you were you were talking about how it's a little bit harder. From what I've heard with the CDT, there's there's parts of it that really aren't even a trail. It's just kind of like choose your own adventure in parts of the CDT. Yeah, I mean, if we want to go into the guys who have never hiked the CDT, speculate in conversation, we can. But um, <laughs> I, I it was always like that for a while that doesn't make any sense it was always like that for a while but uh, <laughs> uh i think that most of the cdt from my understanding again never hiked it is not like that anymore but there's probably like some sections for sure but i i do think the vast majority of it is is a trail it might not be a well-traveled trail um but i don't know i feel like i'm hearing less and less about that being an issue with every passing year when people do it um, I feel like those sections probably just get hyped up a lot. I don't think probably. it's like a majority at like not even close of the trail. Like that, that's like that. I think it's just, yeah, I don't like think it's the whole sections. thing. I think there's just sections of it where it's like, there's three options. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was oh, Dixie oh, oh there's ago. alternates. There's definitely yeah. alternates. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of alternates on the CDT um, where it's like, actually I heard this. I'm pretty sure this is a thing. Um, I'm doing a lot of speculating here, but I'm pretty sure this is a thing. I heard that on the cdt it counts as a through hike as long as you're like within the continental divide like you don't even have to stay on the actual trail which is really weird i mean i mean most people do but right. like, there's a lot of like alternates that are like more popular than the actual cdt itself is my understanding excuse me and um that's really weird to me because like on the at it's like you just hike the 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 at like you don't yeah you know you you can do whatever you want but like yeah, technically speaking, if it's an official through hike, it's got to be like on the actual trail itself. I'm not sure what the PCT is. I think it's probably the same. I think it's although, the same. I think it's like the AT on that. Yeah, but on the PCT, it's like it's so hard to do a continuous through hike just because of the fires and a lot of other yeah. stuff. Well, um, the Sierras too. I mean, there's some parts oh, where yeah, you're just yeah. covered in snow. You just got to get from here to there somehow. Yeah, exactly. Which hopefully I don't have to worry about because I'm starting pretty late, but we'll see. You never know. I'm more worried about the fires, to be honest with you, and the heat in the desert. That's going to be tough. Is yeah, water, to... water. There's everybody yeah. I've watched who's done the PCT talks about the the. Uh, it's like a cow trough where they have to get water from. <laughs> yeah, there's, and it's got like they have those on the CDT as well. Yeah, and videos of that. <laughs> there's one in particular. It seems like everybody goes to, and it's got like crap. Literally, literally, it's got crap in it. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> has to drink out of that thing. There's just no getting around it. I'm pumped. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> just like that, Kyle's like, I'm not going on this trail anymore. <laughs> I was going to ask um, what your biggest worries were with that out there. Cause I know we had one of my buddies on Greer and he was talking about how he was out there for several months, but basically had to stop because the wildfires get so bad. They're shutting, they're literally shutting stuff down. So what's your biggest worries heading out west and doing that kind of trail? Man, you really don't watch my videos, do you? I made a I made a video on this exact topic. No, I'm just playing, um, but I'm not playing. I did make a video on that. Uh, this is a couple weeks ago. So I was say I actually watched that one. Thank I didn't you. watch that one, but what if somebody? I'm just playing, Jeremiah. I don't watch any of your videos, so it's okay. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's all jokes. 
It's all jokes, but I'm serious. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> biggest worries. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of that video here. Not in any particular order. Uh, fires for sure. Cause I want to do continuous footsteps as closely as I possibly can, which means if there's like a short fire closure, we might try to hike around it on the highway or on other trails or something like that. Um, really don't want to have to skip. Um, maybe we'll consider like coming back to a section if it's closed or, you know, but we're not, we're not exactly sure what we're going to do yet, but we really want to try to do continuous footsteps if we can. I know that's very difficult in PCT, not impossible. I know people have done it, but I know it's probably, probably improbable. Um, so fire closures, big worry, uh, injuries. That's probably the number one thing, to be honest. Um, that just comes with any long distance through hike. It's like, I feel like mentally, maybe I'll eat my words for saying this, but I feel like I'm like pretty ready. I feel like I'm, I probably have what it takes, especially based off of my experience on the AT, um, to hike the entire trail, uh, mentally. But if you're injured, it doesn't matter how bad you want to hike it. You can't, if you're injured, you can't hike. If you can't hike, you can't hike. So injuries worry me training a lot. Um, going to be taking that very seriously. Um, the heat, Oh, the heat in the desert at the start of the trail, that worries me a lot because Flossie and I are starting in May, which means, and like, I've never been to California before. You're hitting the warm, the you're hitting the warm yeah. section. Yeah. We're going to be hiking through the yeah. desert, like down by the Mexican border in like the summer, basically that's going to be tough. You know, where again, we're going to prepare for it. Uh, obviously we've got the right equipment. We're going to have tons of sunscreen. Um, you bringing umbrellas with you? No, no, at least not to start with. I yeah. don't know. Um, a lot of people were telling me I should in the comments, but then I also had people tell me that I shouldn't. And to be honest, I'm going to be carrying a big camera already. So I don't even want to like, I don't want to carry an and umbrella. And a ton of water. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be a lot of water. So of I'm water. worried about that. Um, I feel like there was one more thing in that video. Uh, I'm worried about snakes, but that that's not as much as these other things. <laughs> um, I don't know. California is just crazy. I'm just worried about California in general. Although I won't be driving, at least so I won't have to worry about them. Gas prices, dude. Ah, seven dollars a gallon out there. They're probably rough. it was probably that before all this nonsense. Now I can't even imagine what it is. It's expensive for sure. Yeah. Woo, buddy. <laughs> that is so funny, John. You know what that is, Kyle? You know what that woo buddy is? I was gonna say the first time I heard it, I thought it was one of you, but it was just delayed audio. But <laughs> now it's just. <laughs> Is that is that Jason? Give, give him a woo, buddy. Oh, it's Shug Emery. Yeah. Oh my woo God, Shug. Buddy. Dude, it's all Shug's secure a- in sector seven. <laughs> John Dude, has it's all secure in sector seven. He's like one of the few YouTuber, like hiking YouTubers, I haven't really talked to yet. I love Shug. He's the man. Dude, I love his he's videos. He's been on our anyways. show twice. He's been on our show twice, and he's awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. I gotta. Yeah. If I still was doing trail tales, I would try to get him on. But oh, you're not doing it know. anymore. Yeah, I haven't posted for a while, and it's been since like August that I posted. I never like officially ended it. No, <laughs> I don't want to talk. So many people talk about that. Dude, I we could talk about it, but I messed up big time with that. A lot of people are upset about that. That you haven't. Posted. Hey, man, everything's got a season. It's true. You know? <laughs> Everything. There's gonna come a day when the backpacking podcast won't exist anymore. You know. Oh, now you're just making me sad. Come on, it's realistic. On. It's realistic. Oh, for sure, bro. It's realistic, yeah, I mean, it's, sad. there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Things live and things die. It's yeah, it's I know. Of life. I know. Well, the I thing watched, is, I, I don't want to say that Trail Tales died either. Like, I, I, I think I'm going to bring it back eventually, but I just like stopped. 
It's not and a then sabbatical. I haven't like done anything. <laughs> like I never made an announcement. Like I just, I just stopped. <laughs> not even intentionally. That's the way you I, want to do it, though. That's why. No, it's not. It's so disrespectful yeah. to your listeners and stuff, man. Like I've gotten so many like comments and emails and messages and stuff of people that are like, "What happened?" And I'm just like, "I don't know." Like it just. That's, you I, took a sabbatical, man. You took a sabbatical. That's all. It It'll is. be back eventually. Probably yeah. after the PCT, I'll bring it back because I'll I'll be able to focus full time on it then. And you also have a lot of stories and a lot of people to talk about that you met on the trail. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's on another, there, so yeah, that's another huge reason. Because like when I started uh, Trail Tales, it was right after the AT. So like this is kind of the same circumstance. I was like, I ha- I just had this experience. Now I have an outlet to share everything and talk to all these people that I met and stuff. So I'm hoping that it. I, th- I think it'll be the same thing after the PCT. I think I am going to bring it back then. I, I might post like a few like maybe like one or two episodes before I leave, just kind of updating everybody. But basically I, I had no intention of stopping trail tales. And then in August, I like missed a couple weeks and I was kind of like dealing with some personal stuff. And then a couple weeks turned into like a month and then a month turned into like two months. And then I just never came back. And then after like a month, I started to get like messages and emails from people. And it's kind of like, I, this is like really just like bad on my part, but I didn't realize how many people cared about this show or like how much they cared because my YouTube numbers are like way bigger than the trail tales numbers were. And so I think I kind of got focused on that. And so I didn't realize that just because the numbers are less on the podcast doesn't mean that people care less. Um, If anything, I think maybe they care a little bit more because it's like a little bit more intimate. Obviously like I I listen to a lot of podcasts, like you almost feel like, you know, the person after a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've gotten, even to this day, I still get emails and messages and comments on YouTube telling me, make, make fun of me. Some people just like are not happy and I can't even blame them because I, I got to give them some closure. And, and every time they ask me, I basically just start rambling like I am right now and don't actually like give a definitive answer as to what happened. So you don't know yet. <laughs> so, don't so, know. What we can, so what we can say is that Kyle hates hiking, but he, he still loves trail tales. I do love trail tales and I love everybody who listened. I feel really bad. Um, I, I am going to bring it back after the PCT though. I know that's a long time. I don't expect anyone to be like waiting around, like refreshing their phone, waiting. Oh, like what's trail tales going to be back. But like, I, I do think I'm going to bring it, bring it back. I'm going to be uh, focused on content full time, hopefully uh, by the end of the PCT. So I think I'll have a little bit more time and a little bit more energy and a little bit more stories and people to talk to. So we'll see. Uh, here. Let me ask a question about the content creation. I'm going to write this timestamp down because I know there's some stuff that you didn't want mentioned. But once we started talking about trail toes, you can include all that stuff. Okay. Well, then I'll just cut out what we just said. This is the most heavily edited podcast I've ever had. I hate Kyle. <laughs> I hate Kyle. Jeremiah hates Kyle. Jeremiah hates Kyle. It's his new channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what I wanted to ask you was you mentioned that you're going, you're, you're going to start by leaving the umbrella at home. And by the way, we have those Gossamer gear umbrellas that a lot of people use. They are super, super light. So if you decide to switch out the camera, I mean, they are, they are fairly light. The camera's but, not going anywhere. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. So you said you're going to be carrying this heavy camera. I'm assuming shoulder mounted. Yeah. And uh, that means you're going to have it ready for action shots. So I assume that you're going to be filming your adventure do you plan on waiting to publish stuff from the trail um the footage from the trail once you get back or do you plan on uploading some while you're out there or people follow you through instagram while you're doing it or what 
Um, so I'm going to be posting while I'm out there. I, I have just officially hired uh, an editor. His mm-hmm. name's uh, Luke, Luke McKay. He hiked the Appalachian Trail last year. And he's actually going to be editing the videos for me while I'm out there. So I don't wow. want to, I mean, you guys know this better than most of the people listening. Like, I don't want to just not post for four and a half months because the channel is going to go. So I want to like keep the content, com- <clears throat> excuse me, coming out on a regular basis. And so I'm going to have Luke doing the edits and it's going to be complicated. He's not like a professional editor, um, but he is like super he's been awesome like super eager to learn like asking me questions about details of my edits and stuff that i didn't even like think about really um so i think he's gonna do a great job he did a he did one edit for me already um, which i haven't posted but uh he did a great job with that so i think he's gonna do an awesome job so i'm gonna be you know passing it off to him to do the editing while i'm out there um and then i'm i'm still not a hundred percent but i'm like eighty percent sure that i'm gonna do one video a week like one longer video a week um i'm not gonna do the daily thing i just don't have that in me i'm sorry like a lot of through hikers do that but i just like i just can't do it so no um, i'm hoping like one higher quality longer like maybe 15 to 20 minutes video every week of the hike or as long as i make it um I think that's the plan. It's going to be complicated. I'm a little bit nervous about it or quite a bit nervous about it, to be honest, because that's a lot to coordinate. Even just getting the footage to the editor, like I'm going to be mailing him SD cards because like it's just unless and I don't know, like I've tested like uploading footage like from my phone and stuff. And first of all, you have to take the footage from the memory card and get it on your phone and then you have to upload it from the phone. And like, even with my like pretty good Wi-Fi here, it was taking forever to upload. Yeah. Um, so I think it's honestly going to be faster and more efficient to just do, just mail him the SD cards. So <laughs> that's great. So that sounds crazy. Now that I'm saying it out loud, but I don't know how else to do it. To I, be honest, I think Darwin did that when he did the PCT. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't, I think, I don't he did. know. I think he hired an editor. I think he had an editor yeah. that he sent all of his, his videos to, and they, they did all the editing. He, he's what he, what he said he did is he, uh, he would talk into the, the camera and say things like, um, moody music right here. Um, I'm going to pan across this. This is what I want the, the shot to look like. And he was giving like directions through the camera to the editor. So yeah. when they got the, the, the card, they weren't having to play guessing games as to what he wanted the video to look like. Yeah, and like I've talked quite a bit with Luke about how um like how my videos are structured and stuff. Like I'm pretty intentional about how I film like when I'm on trail, like making these videos, like in terms of like what part like what part of the video I'm in, I guess, whether it's like a talking section or like a B roll section. So I'm probably gonna be doing a little bit of that too, but it's gonna be hard. Um it's gonna be a learning experience for sure. Uh, fortunately, Luke is a great guy. Uh, I'm sure he's going to do a great job and I'm going to do my best to make it as easy for him as I possibly can too. So either way, I'm sure they'll be entertaining. The first couple might not be, nah, nah, they'll be good. Um, it's just going to take a little bit of like working out the kinks and stuff, but I think, uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. I am a little bit nervous for it though. Not going to lie. I'm mostly nervous to be relying on the post office to like ship these cards yeah, because like, because I, cause I thought about uploading the footage and like, even if it takes a while, it's like I could just do it overnight or whatever. But then I have to spend more time in town. And like, when you're on a through hike like this, you don't want to be like 
super tied down because of something because like, Oh, I have to stay in town today because I have to upload these videos. Like I don't want to experience everything. Yeah. Like I, yeah, exactly. And like, that's another reason why I didn't want to edit out there too. It's like, I don't want to have this additional responsibility. And some people do that. Like a lot of people do that. Like they edit while they're through hiking, like IB tat mm-hmm. blows my mind how that guy does that. I have, that is, that is beyond my capacity. Like genuinely, I don't know how he does. And he, at the quality, he, makes, he does it. Oh, exactly. He makes like, like some through hiking, like vloggers, they, they edit while they're on trail, but they're like very basic edits. Right. Um, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's still like too much for me. That's why I'm hiring an editor. But, um, IB tech goes even like way beyond that. He had like a drone on the CDT hike. He had multiple lenses. He adds music, like super high quality edits every single day of his hike. Like that is insane to me. I always go off on how amazing IB Tat and how underrated IB Tat is, but it's true. But I'm not going to be doing it every single day. I, I can't do that. Well, this is totally unsolicited advice, but I tried to keep my content going while I was doing the long trail too. And obviously it's only a month. So you don't have to worry about five months or four months or however long you're going to be out there worth of edits. And if you're wanting to do a weekly video, which is what, that that was my goal whenever I was doing the long trail. And so a few weeks before I started banking up, you know, some of my talking head videos or maybe a trip video I hadn't published yet or something like that. So then I had a couple of videos locked and loaded and that buys you a little time for your editor, you know, when you're out there. So if you had a month done, then even if something went wrong with the post office or, you know, you got a gap between. It's a good book, point. You know, you could have kind of a, a month in the can and ready to shoot. That's know. a good point, actually. That's I actually haven't really thought about that that much, Jeremiah. The only other thing is, though, I'm starting so late that maybe this doesn't matter, but I want to be like somewhat like close to my timeline just because mm-hmm. other people are going to be posting their PCT videos. And if I'm like a month and a half late to the party, which I'm already going to be like a month late, mm-hmm. uh, you know, compared to a lot of people, then that might... I don't know. People might lose interest at that point, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but that is a good point. Maybe I should have a few, a few videos just like, or another thing I could do too is actually, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I still have some time to think about it, but that is actually a good point. I appreciate you bringing that up. I might have to think about that a little bit. I For think sure. I'm hopefully going to be doing a, like a shakedown hike with Luke, like a few weeks before I leave. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to make a video of that and have him edit that video as well. So I'm hoping we, we haven't finalized our plans yet. It's not like a hundred percent, but I'm definitely going to do the hike, but I'm not sure. I'm hoping he'll come with me. Um, and so that way he'll get like a little bit more practice editing my filming and stuff before we leave too. And he'll be there with me while I'm filming it. So he can kind of see like what's going on. Um, so that's another thing I'm going to do to try to make it as good as possible, but we'll see. It's a through hike. Anything could happen on a through hike and throwing in this whole video aspect and editor and trying to upload like thumbnails. I haven't even thought about how I'm going to do the thumbnails yet. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I, mean, I still have time to figure this stuff out a little bit, but are you going like, to take pictures of your face with bloodshot eyes and stuff and, and make sure that those are on the, <laughs> I'm going to have to teach things? him how to Photoshop me to make me look like a, or make me look like I'm yeah. Furious. Mm-hmm yeah <laughs> like at all times so so frozen when he did his at hike a few years ago i guess it was 2019 um he did a really good job of doing videos leading up to it just talking about like obviously he did the gear videos like this is my 
this is my cook system for this thing. This is what I'm going to be bringing for my sleep system. This is my shelter. And he went through all that stuff, but he also did some things on like some of the psychology of why he's going and what he's planning to have happen while he's there. And what was interesting about him was he was one of those guys like, I don't, I don't want to have a tramley. I just want to go do this by myself. Tramley. I want to do my own thing. And then he gets out there and like, you could see like, we actually had him on, I guess a year ago or so. And you could see from the beginning of the trail to the end of the trail, like a, an obvious change in his personality, like from the beginning of the trail to the end. So it was like this whole thing was set up by these videos that he did beforehand talking about what he wanted to get out of the trail and what he was looking for. And then halfway through, you're realizing everything he talked about was pretty much out the door. He like, it just became something completely different for him. (laughs) So it was, it made his, for me anyways, I don't watch a lot of people's whole hiking whole trail video it's, thing yeah it's it's a lot i know and, <laughs> so and a lot of people, people love to watch the entire hikes though it's just crazy <laughs> some people are just better at not putting as much stuff in there that you don't want to watch like their feet the whole time like there are so many people that all you get are like 30 <laughs> second shots of their feet hiking through mud and it's like dude i hike through mud all the time i don't need to see your feet like show me the <laughs> show me the trail and the trees the mountains, i don't know john the... some people are into the feet you know you're not wrong Woo! <laughs> that's funny well kyle i Uh-oh. i will watch your videos okay and I, I know that i don't stay up to date watching your videos it's kind <laughs> Dude, of- i'm just playing i don't care if you watched every single backpacking youtuber every single video from every single backpacking youtuber you're friends with you would not have time to do anything so we would never make good. our own videos exactly uh, but I will watch at least some of your journey along the way, as long as your editor does a good job, which I'm sure he will. He will. He will. He's awesome. <laughs> you know, what we need to do is like, uh, if you get, if you find that you're going to be in a trail town on like a Monday night or something, let us know. Ooh, and we'll get you on the live stream while you're on trail. <laughs> the live stream. Get, I'd have get to a do live it for my for phone. You. Can I do it for That's my okay. phone? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'll we be taking care of so. Yeah. We can, we can make it happen. Yeah, then like a hotel or something, like post crushing a pizza, just like freaking, you know, just like food hangover. Yeah. yeah. What's up, guys? You'll have all kinds of good stories about how it's going out there and how the desert cooked you. It'll be be fun. I would love to do that, guys. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. We'd love to have you on. It'd be, it'd just be cool to have some like live trail reports. Have you done that? Have you guys had someone in the midst of a through hike before? No, mischief on the trail. I'm trying to work out something with mischief on the trail. He's doing the AT right now and uh, trying to work no, out. He something sucks. With you him have me first. Get him. I actually don't even know who he is. He's on the AT right now. He's on the AT right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now. As we speak, he's That's probably at some crazy. campsite right now. He's probably, oh, I can't make that joke actually. Yeah. He's probably, <laughs> yeah. get me on first. Although I'm not leaving for like a while, so <laughs> you don't have to hold me to that. But I would love to do that, guys. Maybe like early on we can do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe like one of my first couple towns. That'd be fun. I'm sure Jeremiah will change his mind after he edits this, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him to it for now. <laughs> we love having you on, man. Absolutely. But, uh, John, let's wrap this thing up. I gotta go. <laughs> He's gonna start the edit. It's gonna take him so long. Well, <laughs> so it works. Well, well, Kyle, thanks for being on, man. We appreciate you. And uh, we're going to have you back on. It's a guarantee. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, thanks for putting up with me. And I love the show. You guys do a great job, and it's always fun. So I would love to come back on. Please invite oh, me back on. I'm begging guaranteed. you. 
Guaranteed. Guaranteed. If Jeremiah doesn't like it, he doesn't have to be on here either. So yeah, uh, I'll just do it with you, John. It'll be that's fine. Right. Can we remind everybody uh, where to follow Kyle's journey and all the stuff that he's doing? Where do they yeah. check all that out? Yeah, so YouTube and Instagram are the go-to places for now. So go on YouTube, type in Kyle Hates Hiking. You will see a bunch of pictures of my face doing like, 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 oh, sorry. Stuff like that. Um, Stuff like that. And then those are my thumbnails. Those are my videos. You can click on those. You can watch them. You can go to my channel. You can subscribe. You can send me a million dollars. And then. That was uh, a good addition right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Instagram, I'm going to be posted on there a lot too. So it's at kyle hates hiking so you can go follow me on there you can unfollow dan becker um and then <laughs> and then uh yeah. just just do those just do those things and uh, yeah kyle hates hiking is basically where you can find me just about anywhere and it's a you will be entertained period yes tinder you, too at kyle hates you. hiking <laughs> swipe right um <laughs> well, kyle thanks for being on man look I forward to having you back guys. on in the future i love you guys see you man all right, man. It didn't, did not disappoint. Never disappoints. Bro, he is so funny. It's so fun having him on. Every time. Every time. Well, man, for myself and for you, it has been a joy. Let's get off of here because Jeremiah has to go to bed because he's a teacher and he's actually like a 57-year-old, 29-year-old. So That's right. He has to get to bed by 930. So with that said, for myself and Jeremiah, we will catch you guys on the next one. Yeah, adios, folks.